Welcome to Wake and Jake, producer BBD. Producer BBD going to be live today. His Giants with a big pick. We'll be talking to Bobby Skinner about that and all of the draft. Chris Rose coming up in a minute. We just sent him the link. We figured we might as well get started. We uh, This originally was going to be dueling. Bobby Skins and Chris Rose, who I think is live in the chat. Rosie got pulled into some stuff, so he's got about 10 minutes for us. He is live from Cleveland. He is Cleveland's chosen son, uh, the prodigy from Erie. Nobody calls him that. I'm excited, man. It's a, uh, it's a fun day. Uh, the Talking Giants gang has been grinding on draft stuff. If you're looking for uh, just... All of the draft coverage, go check them out I think We might have The chosen one The most the most Famous athlete from Northern Ohio After LeBron There he is Trying to hear you You got me? Review it Review the play Wait one second One second, he might be getting headphones I think he can hear me a little bit. He's just ignoring me at this point. What's going on? I'll check back in with everyone else. It's draft day. I know we normally do this on the live streams. What um? Where's everyone from? What's everyone's team today? Are people excited for the? I mean, the draft's the most exciting sports day of the year. Between hope, optimism, maybe hating the pick that your team's about to make. I'm excited. I've been uh. I've been knee-deep in Daniel Jeremiah, Todd McShay. I still can't hear you. You still can't hear? We can hear you. You sound great. (laughs) No. (laughs) I'll tell Chris Rose he sounds great. Um, BBD, I guess we could try the... uh, I could also Bluetooth. And if we have to call him, we have to call him. Because he looks great. Tried a couple things. You look beautiful, Chris Rose. Everyone tell Chris Rose he looks beautiful. He's calling right now. Chris Rose. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah, can you hear me now? <laughs> oh. So, so, so we can hear you, what I can do. So we can see you and hear you perfectly. You look fantastic. Yeah. I think what I can do on my end is I can have you come through the phone I know we had to do this before. Why? Why does the? Why does technology hate you? Well, I don't think it. I, I'm going to have to be honest with you. Okay. I, I just got off of another um, streaming platform and everything was working great. Okay. So it's it's obviously I don't know why I can't hear you through this screen, but sure. as long as it's not too annoying, let's try and knock this out. Okay. I think right now it's perfect as long as you're fine holding yeah. the phone. As long yeah, as well, he can yeah, hear you. Yeah, no, I'll have you. my assistant hold the phone. What do you mean have I have <laughs> holding the phone? By the Chris way, nice, <laughs> nice TD jersey. Do you want me to get to that signed? I'm a coworker, you know? Yes. Uh, Terrell Davis, Chris Rose, we'll start here. Uh, he's kind of the one. I don't want to say he turned me on to football, but uh, I wore Terrell Davis jersey uh, all three years of my middle school class photo. That's amazing, so, actually. You know what you should do? Send me one of your middle class photos. Okay. And I will. I'll have TD sign it for you. I can say. Okay. 
That's the best. Chris Rose, everybody, thank you. Go check him out, NFL Network. Chris, how are you, man? How's Cleveland, dude? You're you're home. I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Um, it's fantastic to be home. It's been a ton of fun. I've been running around doing a little extra work with the Browns, which has been great. I had a chance to go actually down to First Energy Stadium, which is uh, going to be home of the NFL Draft experience. Kick a field goal, run the 40, uh, throw a Hail Mary, work on my accuracy, all sorts of stuff. So, um, yeah, that was was rough. But it was fun. (laughs) That is fun. Um, Man, Cleveland's Cleveland's son is home. Is there – what's the energy? The last time we talked to you, Chris, it was the the Super Bowl, and I was kind of asking you the energy around Miami – or Tampa, excuse me – and you know it was weird. You said it was a little weird, but yeah. whatever. Is uh is Cleveland feeling better? I mean, you know, New York today just announced that uh, June June yeah. one they're opening everything. I mean, no. July one. So I what what's the energy in Cleveland? I mean, the ener- the NFL draft is the most energetic place in the world, pretty much. It is. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it works tonight. You know, it is open. It doesn't mean that you have to be vaccinated to come down, but they have special zones for fully vaccinated people. So they've th- the NFL has thought of everything. The thing that stinks is the weather kind of sucks right now. Okay. And I wish, I, I mean, people are like, well, what's the weather going to be like in Cleveland? Well, it was 80 on Tuesday, and it's going to be 40 tomorrow. And that's the end of <laughs> April for you in Cleveland. Yeah. So kind of stinks, but it's, I don't think it's going to dampen the spirit of the city at all. Uh, I don't know if you were here for the 2019 All-Star Game. Were you here? I was not. I was interested. Okay. It was it was phenomenal. And everybody I worked with at MLB Network at the time, I don't know if you heard, I used to work there. Oh. Um, they all said the same thing, which was we had a great time in the city and the people were phenomenal. And I hope that that's what the people I work with at NFL will say when we're all heading back on the planes on Sunday. Because, yeah. Yeah, the city really embraces – a big event in some cities, New York, where I live in Los Angeles, sometimes a major sporting event is a nuisance. It brings right. extra people. The restaurants are more crowded. There's significantly more traffic, all that sort of stuff. A city like Cleveland, we're like, please bring it on. <laughs> Let's go. It's like people that aren't us. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Man, that's a uh, that's good, and I'm excited for you because I know you're you're a proud Clevelander. Um, what's the Chris? I know you got uh, you know, limited time. You got a lot going on today. When do you first go live? When are you When are you on NFL Network? Uh, starting at four o'clock. I'll be doing okay. a free show with uh, Joe Thomas, uh, one of Cleveland's favorite sons. Yes, Steve Smith Senior. Always opinionated. Don't know where he's going to go most of the time. That's what makes <laughs> it fun to work with him. And uh, the Natalie clad Steve Mariucci. So that'll be mm. a lot of fun. By the way, I've got five more minutes for my buddy Jake. Okay, I, you know, that was my fault. I was late. So I pre- no, you're good, man. You're good. I appreciate. Unless that. you need to bump me for a, I don't know, a, a guest juggler or something. I don't. Well, know that's we have something very similar to that coming after you. Actually, our uh, we have a guy that does Giants football mostly. He's actually starting to branch out into NFL. Bobby Skinner. He uh, he's excited. You guys are gonna link up soon, and you're gonna right. like it. He's 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 uh he's wild. Um. But let's let's get some quick hitters in. I know yes. quarterbacks are always the story, and there's like five on the tongue this draft. I think the Vegas over under is also five and a half for a bonus one at the end of the round. Mm-hmm. What um, where are you at? I know Trevor Lawrence has been the golden boy for so long, and now it's almost like he's been the golden boy for too long. I think a couple people are with Wilson getting closer to him. Is, is there anyone that jumps out? If if it was Trevor Lawrence versus the field, would you bet on Trevor Lawrence, or or where are you at with the quarterbacks? Well, it all, it all depends on where you end up, too, right? I mean, tr- Trevor Lawrence is starting from scratch with a rookie NFL head coach. Urban Meyer has had nine football coaching jobs. None of them have been in the NFL. So I think that'll be a a fascinating pairing moving forward. But to me, if there's one thing you're watching tonight, the the first pressure point is number four with Atlanta because we know quarterbacks are going one, two, and three. We don't know who the Niners are taking. But at four, the Falcons can go one of three ways. They can draft their quarterback of the future to eventually replace Matt Ryan. They could take the best player in the draft that's not a quarterback, a la Kyle Pitts, a tight end out of Florida. Or 
if there's a quarterback needy team that wants to trade up and make it four straight quarterbacks to get it going, we could have that. I think the most interesting thing that would happen is if they take Kyle Pitts, because then you've got the Bengals and Dolphins who don't need quarterbacks at five and six. They'll most likely hang on to those selections. If they do, who's coming up to get quarterbacks number four and five in this draft? Is it New England from 15? Could Washington move all the way from 19? Mm. Could Chicago move from 20? There's a lot of moving parts here. And I think it all hinges on what the Falcons do it for. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, obviously, I haven't been, I love the NFL draft. I haven't been as tuned in as past years because we've turned this damn baseball company into a thing, unfortunately. It's not but- a damn baseball company. <laughs> it's the number one place for baseball fan destination when it comes to the digital world. Okay. I, let me tell you something. I know you're one of the damn co-owners, but let's put a little respect on our name. Okay. okay fine. Thank you. It is John Boy Media. Fine. We're killing it right now. It is the place that people want to go. I've been working on this little baseball thing. <laughs> I have been paying attention to the NFL draft. Guess what? You keep talking that way, son. Yeah. You can keep your damn middle school TD photo, okay. and I ain't gonna get that shit signed for you. Okay. So let's start cleaning up the act a little bit. You're. Your impressions are getting really good, so thank you for that. <laughs> By the way, boss, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell at you that way. Really no, Chris, Chris that. that's our whole thing. Our angle is to come in from under the water, but we'll start coming with more bravado. I get it. But my whole point behind that was Monday I looked at a couple mocks, and I saw that my Broncos were eyeing some quarterbacks. I think they're probably out after the Teddy Bridgewater trade. That feels very much like the guy to push Drew really? Locke. Hold on, can I stop you there? I would I hope you do stop me. This is what I was hoping. So, are you comfortable as a Broncos fan with Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater moving forward for this franchise? I am not, this not. year for the franchise. I am you. not. I think I think Vic Fangio is cuz I think he sees someone who could push Drew Locke to find out if he could go to the next level. While also, Teddy's got a history of winning enough ball games, which Vic, as a defensive head coach, I could see him saying, like, okay, if Drew isn't the answer, four games in, we switch to Teddy, and we try to be 9-7 and seven and get to a wild card. I want you to hear me loud and clear. Yes. Okay? Vic Fangio is not making a quarterback decision for this it's franchise. True. It's true. You got it? It's true. So... I will ask you again, what would you like to do at nine? Get me whoever slips, man. Give me the quarterback. Let's get a three-headed monster. If Trey Lance is there, would you take him? Yes. If Mac Jones is there, would you take him? No. Oh, they just got the uh. No. I, I I like the potential guys. I like Fields. I like Lance. I like, I don't know, Mac Jones. Wait, why did, can I ask you this? Yeah. Why does Justin Fields have more potential than Mac Jones? I just think he's like a world-class athlete. So, and, and I think where today's NFL is going, if you have that slight mobility escapability, I think uh-huh. that gives you an extra chance as a rookie. Like okay. the, the I, game. Yeah. I'm with you. Okay. I agree. Name me the last Six quarterbacks to win the Super Bowl. Last Go six backwards. quarterbacks. Tom Brady. Okay. Year before that. Year before that, I want to jump to Nick Foles mentally. Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes, okay. he's pretty good. Who won it before that? Was that Foles? I'm Tom not good Brady. with years. Tom Brady. Then we get Nick Foles. Foles. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Peyton Manning. Yeah. How many of those six would you consider extremely athletic and mobile like 0.5 Patrick uh, Mahomes and Mahomes can be mobile-ish yes Pat, what do you mean mobile-ish I mean he's dude, what, he, dude you got to pay attention a little bit closer to the AFC West when he okay? when he breaks when he starts running and he does ah, his kind of like fantastic. stiff run yeah he's incredible he's like the best ever <laughs> he's fantastic he is yeah. the most he all right Let's just stop. I'll okay. Patrick Mahomes. Nick Foles can keep some plays alive, but he's pretty much a statue back there. 
Yeah. So my point is this. Yes, yeah. I am with you. This is the way the game is played. But if you look at the guys who are lifting the Lombardi, now I know that one guy was in there three times in my discussion. Yeah. And one guy was along for the ride because Denver's defense was phenomenal. That's but all. the point is, if we're talking about quarterbacks, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I get it. But that's – and that's the whole quarterback game. Nobody actually knows. So you just pretend you have your preference and, and you make a move on it. Right. Um, I don't know, Chris. I'll – who do you want your Cleveland Browns to take? And is is there? This sounds like a dumb, uh, lame media question, but what? Who is the name that you've already heard like three times come up that you're just like either rising up the board or falling down the board, or everyone's like whoever gets him, he's a lock. Okay, so for the Browns, very quickly, I know that uh, boards are stacked of players and not positional needs. That's not how they do it in the NFL, but that's right. how I do it as a fan because I'm a fan. So I'm allowed to do it. Yes. Uh, positional needs, linebacker, corner, edge rusher. That's the way I would go. Uh, I think the Browns will take a corner, though, at 26 if I had to be a betting man. Maybe an Asante Samuel Jr., maybe a Greg Newsome. Uh, I don't think they'll be in on the Caleb Farley sweepstakes out of uh, Virginia Tech because I think the medical just scares the heck out of too many teams. In fact, I feel bad for that kid. I don't think he's going tonight, That's uh, which is too bad. Uh, as far as names rising up the board, I don't know if there's a guy. I'm curious to see where Jeremiah Owosu-Koromoa, the kid out of Notre Dame, who's kind of a linebacker-ish safety sort of guy. He weighs 221, but he's a great athlete. I'm fascinated to see where he can go because let's remember he's somewhat similar to Isaiah Simmons, who went in the top 10 last mm-hmm. year out of Clemson. Um so he's a guy I'm, I'll be fascinated to see if he goes up the board or down the board. So I don't know where he's going to end up going. And I think, uh, like I said, I think Farley's the big loser tonight. I just I feel for that kid. He had the same exact surgery that I had, uh, a microdiscectomy. And I actually feel great. The difference is <laughs> I'm not playing 17 games on Sunday. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I saw that footage of you at the Browns. That's true. The Browns. So, so you know, you're you... not the only one that's been lifting. Yeah. You. What was did, did you list yourself as the 28th quarterback on the Cleveland Browns depth chart? 27th. 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 Well, Chris, I know, you know, today's in NFL Network land. Today's one of the holidays. So, I I appreciate yeah. you. Absolutely. I appreciate you coming through for a little bit. Chris Rose rotation has been killing it. I I think Thanks. sometimes when I send those texts to you, you think I might be sucking up a little bit. No, I, Dude. I listen, I appreciate it. It's been a blast to do. You know, it's a it's a slow boil. We're getting there and all I know is that the guys are having fun. Uh we had to drop an episode today. Um Neil Walker, recently Just retired, gave some really amazing stories. You love you love Neil Walker. Neil's close to our heart Neil from Walker. Yankees land. We uh... yeah, he's just a good dude. He tells some great great. And there's amazing high school football video of him playing a state championship game in the snow. Love that, that he talks us through, which is like he's like I can't even Rosie. I can't even really talk about it. it still hurts that. <laughs> I was like, wow, I didn't know this was going to turn into therapy hour for you, Neil. But. He's a great guy, and it's a fun episode. Uh, I'm taping Stephen Brault, actually, while I'm still here on Saturday. Wow. I think we're going to be joined by one of his college teammates. He, he promised me he's the funniest guy he's ever met. So I said, okay. I will be the judge of that, and yeah. I can't wait to see. It's a lot. How Brault is. Well, Chris, <laughs> I <laughs> just want to bring on the funniest guy I know. Like, I, lo- <laughs> I could listen to Brault talk every day. I'm, I'm going to have him record something. Just so they like he can sing me lullabies at night. I think that'll help me sleep. Yeah, that was somewhere between lullabies, the Joker, and Stephen Brawl, which was yeah, that's good. that's a great call. Um, really yeah, good. I uh, we, right, boys, I gotta run. I gotta go shower. I stink, and I've got to be somewhere in thirty minutes. Chris, thank you very much, man. Good luck today. Have fun. Tip of the cap to you guys. Thanks, Thanks for catching up. I apologize. I'm gonna get this cra- crappy system we got working working one day. I promise. Yeah, it's probably our end, but <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Budgetary issues. Yes. Thank you, Chris. We'll see you later, see you, man. Boys. Bye. All right. That was Chris Rose of the NFL Network. We've brought in now an expert. You I always hate how freaking big my head is when I show you. <laughs> It's like you guys are like lined up back and it's just a giant, like my head's already big enough and it's just right in the screen. So like I sit back from my mic, but the last time I was on, you could barely hear me.
I mean, I'll lean forward, I guess, but I don't think that's going to help as much. Bobby Skinner of Talking Giants, Talking Football. I, I can't do it. All right. I'm holding, are- the, I'm holding the mic in my hand. I'm doing good. Um, I'm kind of a little mad that Chris Rose yeah. dodged me. He's ducking you. I know. So I'm going to clip where he said Caleb Farley's uh, the uh, the big loser tonight and just put out tonight um, <laughs> and tweet at him. Like, look what these NFL Network uh, guys are doing, dude. Let them motivate you. Yeah. Um, Root for the kids. Yeah. I was going to try and convince him to like drop a Talking Giants versus the world on the NFL Network broadcast and everything, <laughs> and, he, and he just dodged me. Giants versus <laughs> Bobby Skinner. How you doing, man? You guys have been in it this year. I mean, you were... Have you guys have done every positional group? Am I dreaming that? Well, for the talking giants, we didn't do quarterback because it was just quarterbacks right. take so long. Um, and and you know, the giants aren't taking a QB, but obviously I have some takes on them, not as in depth. But yeah, every position group did breakdowns of 28 players, a lot of first rounders in there. So, you know, I'm mostly a Giants guy, but this weekend I'm an NFL guy. So I'm I'm it's been it's the most fun month of the year, I think, besides training camp. There's so much hope. It's the word. It's the word I love coming back to in sports. I mean, every every team has hope today, and like wherever Justin Fields lands, you'll every fan base will be like, "Kid's got all the talent in the world. That guy might be next for us." I love him. So, I love the NFL draft, man. And that's uh, yeah, Rosie going to. The, the kid who's hurt and he might have a long day, that also makes me super sad because <laughs> that you always and hear then, that. And then he called him a loser, so. <laughs> um, no, but I, I you know, to, to echo that, you know, like I, I always give like a draft speech uh, on the draft day episode, and it's like this today can make us Super Bowl contenders within the next three years yeah. or make us have to start all over in the next three years. Like it really is the biggest day of hope and could be like the day you look back at with despair um, for your for your team. Well, Bobby, let's start with your team because I know you've spent hours and hours on this. BBD's got the shake and bake shirt on today. I love let's it. Go. Joe Judge and Patrick Grant, the the Judge and Grant family's favorite shirt. Are you well? A Bobby, who's who's your number one? Follow up to that. Who do you think they're going to take? Follow up to that. Have you DM'd uh, Joe Judge's burner and told, given him your insight? I thought about, you know, doing, you know, trying to, you know, work the Joe Judge connect and just being like, hey, man, you, you I know you believe in your guys, but you can't trust all these O-linemen to make a jump. I want to go offensive line. I'm hoping really? I'm hoping Rashawn Slater falls there. Now, there's a very good chance he goes in the top 10. He won't be there. But I even then, I like Elijah Vera Tucker out of USC. Um, Penny Sewell's like he's my dream guy, but it, it would it would be shocking if he fell. I think the Giants are going wide receiver, and that really is 1B because those two dudes out of Alabama, Jalen Waddle, I like Waddle more. Um, you know, when Waddle and Smith were on the field together, Waddle was the number one. Right. You know, like he was averaging more yards per game. Um, and he's he's a good amount faster. You know, like there's t- there's plays, and I, you know, I, I was it was funny to, uh, to, to hear you talk about Mac Jones because Mac Jones is a QB I know the most about because I've been watching Alabama players like crazy. But it's like, okay, see this double team? Devontae Smith makes a great catch here. Jalen Waddle makes an easy catch because he just split it with his speed. Um, Smith is a little older, but I think he's a crisper route runner. So I think they're going wide receiver, and wide receiver gets basically the same reaction out of me as offensive line, and then it's kind of like a drop down after that. So you're you're kind of an offensive line expert, Bobby. I know I, I don't know if those words hurt your ears or excite your ears, but. Uh, Everything I've heard is that Sewell and Slater are a tier above everyone else, although it's not the sexiest O-line draft. Do you agree with that? Um, yes, but if Slater were to play guard, I think him and Elijah Vera Tucker are pretty close. But just tackle, yes. And then after that, people are have differences on Tevin Jenkins at Oklahoma State and Kristen Dershaw, Virginia Tech. Dershaw is, like, really safe. Tevin Jenkins, if you look at him, he looks like a nerd. But he's the meanest dude in the entire draft. Like, look at a picture of him, and I could put together, uh, you know, I actually did, okay, I did a breakdown um, ad of him just Man. dominating people. And, and, like, NFL players just disrespecting them. So those guys are, are you know, they're not, like, on a, on a whole nother level, but they are a tier below where, you you know, about that that four guys last year with Thomas Becton, Wills, and Wirfs, Sewell, 
and Slater are, are right there um, with them, where I Sewell is probably be like in the top three of that group. The Bama wide receivers are so interesting. A- anyone you, you get a take on it. I mean, I think everyone tends to lean Waddle just because he is a little more explosive and a little more well-built. And the slight wide receivers have a bad, just kind of like a bad history in the first round going back to, was it Michigan State, Charles Rogers back in the day? Um, so I, I don't know. I'm I'm so excited. I'm so <laughs> That's like that. if, if Big Baby David was, you know, a little darker and just was bullying people, that's what Tevin Jenkins is. Well, that's what we're trying that's to all get I've to. Been yeah, that's kind of the that's <laughs> the trying to bully people. That's the goal of John Boy Media. Um yeah, I, I'm just so excited to actually find out after all this because there's some people that swear like, well, his route running route running's incredible. He gets open. He's I heard someone drop the he's a second quarterback on the field. So that's how you know. That's um, an interesting take. What's funny about this time of year is every player is good, you know, or or it's, just, it's you know like a third round pick, you know, like you know, and when you're involved in one team, it's like we'll just get a guard in the third round. Like, yeah, he's definitely going to come in and be awesome right away. Um, but <laughs> with Devonte Smith, the the weight thing is people are like, how could you care about his weight when it's all this and that and that? But and then the other people is like, he's 166 pounds. He sucks. Right? Where it's it's somewhere in the middle, like. Yeah. What he does is amazing. If my team drafts him, I'm going to be excited. But there's been no one like him before. I mean, Marvin Harrison is the comparison. And Marvin Harrison is like 15 pounds heavier than him. You know, yeah. like he will be the lightest guy to be a star in the NFL if he becomes a star. Like, and it'll be, you know, he'd be an anomaly. Now, granted, people were afraid to take, you know, short quarterbacks until Russell Wilson came around. And then it started happening every year. So I think he can break that trend. But like the idea that you shouldn't worry about it at all is a little far fetched to me. How do you feel about the? I, I kind of didn't have this prepared, but the more and more I think about it, it is the defense not as great this draft, or is just offense such a precedent now in the league that you know we could there's we could easily see a defensive player not get picked in the top ten. <clears throat> yeah, I do think it's it's not great. Micah Parsons, I love. Um, but everyone says character issues, but some people like say it's like point out like some allegations that are real deal. And then there's other people who are like, well, if you look in deeper on those, those aren't really real, but he also could be immature. So Micah Parsons to me is a clear one. People really like those corners. Now, Chris Rose doesn't like Caleb Farley. He thinks he's a loser. But if he wasn't, if he wasn't an injury uh, ridden player, I, he would be the number one guy for me. Okay. Everyone loves JC Horn right now. Yeah. But that guy's going to like, He's going to have to, you know, learn how to not grab people on every play because he's going to get a ton of penalties. And I like Patrick Sertain out of Alabama and and specifically Giants. Like, oh, well, he's a scheme fit. Well, it's like, you know, our scheme is built to protect that bad corner on one side, you know? So, like, what he did at Alabama was awesome. He thrived in it, but it was like – it was in a scheme, like, set up for him. Um, so, like, I, I don't think any of those guys excite you. And you don't have that real deal top pass rusher that we usually have every year. Yeah, it's – it's really surprising in hindsight. I wonder if if people are being in coy because I know there's a couple DNs that people are half getting excited for. I wonder if one of those is the quick riser tonight because everyone loves pass rushing. And I think there's corners in second and third round that people are hyped up about. This is supposed to be a good corners draft. Am I dreaming that? Um, yeah. Chris Rose mentioned Newsom. He's actually one guy I haven't watched. Um, but like Eric Stokes out of Georgia, you got Asante Samuel Jr. It's a big year for um, yeah. son. We got Patrick Sertan's son, uh, Sante Samuel's son, Lorenzo Neal's son is in there somewhere. Ooh. Um, and there's some other ones like you know my child. It's it's you know it's one of those you're getting old like things where it's like the the sons of the players you grew up watching are are being drafted. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was trying I was trying to depict to deep BBD about Patrick Sertan because I think that was a little before BBD's time. Right. That was Asante Samuel got, but Asante me. got him. So we're, oh, that's, that's the first time heroes. it's happened for NFL. Yeah. So that's a that it just gets worse every year. BBD it just mm-hmm. gets worse every year. Um, God, Bobby, are you like amped up? Like you've done so much, so much for this year's draft. It, it really is, like today is the you know this next weekend's the payoff. You know now we yeah. still have once you know like I I, I we pride ourselves in doing more work than anybody that one covers the giants and, and or people that do this 
like so like i have like this like that's one page is each player i have 130 and what's annoying is like you know what I guarantee you out of like the six Giants draft picks, three or four are going to be people I, I haven't watched. You know, <laughs> so it's like the work is just getting started. But once yeah. that guy's on your team, he becomes just that much more fun to watch. So, you know, like I said, I've done the 28, you know, little film breakdowns. Check it out on YouTube. Check out the the playlist. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I am amped up. It's 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 opening day of the season is, the you know, the most fun day. But this is a close second. What, um... So you haven't done any of the QB stuff. Is that almost is that a little bit of respect to Daniel Jones that you don't even want to hurt his feelings on it? QBs take a one along. I have watched them. It's no, it's, right. I, just, I I haven't like went in depth like I would if the Giants were looking like if it was 2019, where it was like I watched all Haskins and Jones and all that good stuff. Here's my th- thing: is Lawrence? He's the clear cut number one. Here's something, though, and I hate to be the nitpicky guy. Here we go. Watch Lawrence when he's got someone coming down the, the lane at him. I, he literally ducks from throws. Like, it's kind of crazy. Now, he gets away with it, and he you know he makes up for it. But it is something weird that I'm looking for in the NFL. It's like, he will, like, like, like move away. Like, it's, it's hard to explain. Like, he just ducks big hits. Mm. Um, you know, not like trying to run away, but like he'll throw the ball, and, and it'll be inaccurate. But anyways, he's a clear-cut one. I'm, pick, I'm nitpicking. I agree with Zach Wilson, too. And then everyone's kind of got their opinions on the other three. Now, so I've watched all three of them through watching other players. Mac Jones, I think it's like a war of like, oh, well, he's not the athlete, but it's like he's so accurate. It's like I watched him underthrow a lot of players, and I saw players wide open and players and you know players make plays for him. I saw Jalen Waddle win over double teams. Like that's not going to happen in the NFL. Um but at the Senior Bowl, he was clearly the best QB there too. Um, so I I don't like Mac Jones, and it's not just like the you know the everyone has like their talking points every year that and the group think Fields I probably have watched the least. But I like I, when I think of Fields, I was like look at him versus you know um, Northwestern and how much he struggled. And he's not Haskins, I'll say that for sure. But it's like that does leak into your mind, even though you know you scout the player, not the helmet. How about I I've got. I think this is a good question, and I, I normally think this would be obnoxious. Do you think this draft class is – we're going to look back and say this is a good draft class? Like, if Lawrence hits, which he so, should on some level, like, the guy is unreal. And then, I mean, you've got options between Wilson, Lance, Fields, Mac Jones. I mean, even that second tier, Kyle Trask, Mond, Ian Book. Like, there's – I don't know. I, I – I don't know. It, it feels like this class has a high potential. It does have high potential, but, you know, everyone said 2018 was the best cl- QB class in forever. And the two people that everyone hated ended up being the good ones out of that and Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Um, so if you get two guys out of a class, that's an awesome class. So I think Fields and, and our, uh, Wilson and Lawrence have like that, that potential, even though the Jets, you know, Jets fans know it's like we, we had a guy with a lot of great potential in Darnold and we screwed that up. But they they're in, they're in a better spot now than they were then. Hopefully, you know they take advantage of it. Um, but like I don't have any hope for Jones. And then uh, Lance. So now I'll I watched one game of Lance. It was the one game he played this year. He played bad in that game. You know, like he missed some passes that were wide open. And the thing I know is he's late. Like, and it's at college you get away with that stuff. In the NFL, you can't be late. He was late on some stuff. Now everyone says that like game was bad and the year before was good but also everyone's like well he should go to atlanta and sit behind matt ryan for two years it's like qbs don't sit anymore you know yeah so if he's someone that you think should sit that sh- that kind of is an indictment on him right there that you may not think he's that great qbs don't sit anymore and even if and unless atlanta starts just reeling off wins he will play a rookie year even if matt ryan's playing well but if they're under 500 they will make the switch so um you know, the only way he's not is if Aaron, you know, Matt Ryan has an Aaron Rodgers year with uh, mm. uh, like Jordan Love behind him. So um, Atlanta can't take a quarterback, man. They can't just pull the plug on Ryan yet, right? But at, but I somewhat agree with that. But it's like, who are they going to add that's going to put them in contention? You know, yeah. so it's like how much, how many more years of Matt do you have to where that's worth it? You know. And I think a lot of people have compared it to the Giants in 2018 when they took Saquon, where it's like, yeah, Saquon's a great player, 
Um, and I know everyone has their opinions about first round running backs, but it's like, are you going to make a run at it? Because if you don't win now, you're not going to win. You're not going to win in a couple of years. But I also believe like every year's, you know, there's, there's QBs every year that you'll, you'll fall in love. But I, I do think they're going QB. If the Giants pick Chaz Surratt, what, what happens to you? Well, who leaked you? Who, who tipped the Chaz Surratt um, talking point to you? Uh, your Twitter for the past two years. Okay. I, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I, I sometimes I feel like you guys never pay attention to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, um, in fact, I was going to try and get Chris Rose to be like, whenever he got picked, to be like, you know, Bobby Skinner at John Boy Media really stands for this guy, but Chris Rose ditched. Um, I love that dude, man. He, yeah. he, he um, switched from, like, he actually started games for UNC, and then remember a few years yeah. ago, like, half of UNC's team got suspended, and then he was one of them for selling, like, selling their cleats, basically. Um, so he's only played linebacker for two years. And he just flies around the field. So I do have him after like that Micah Parsons, JOK, and Zayvon Collins. But he's right below that. Um, and I, I just think he does it all well. And he, I always look for a guy who plays with instincts at linebacker. Like there's a dude out of Kentucky, Jameen Davis, who you look at him and he's like, that guy's a linebacker. He's the most chiseled player in the draft. And he's fast and he's tall and he, you know he's strong. But he's hesitant, you know? And they're like, well, he's new to the position. Like I want my guys that are new to the position to be making mistakes because they're going too fast, not thinking too much. So I like I would take Chaz over one of those guys. So, and I, I love my UNC guys this year. Deami Brown, mm-hmm. the wide receiver, I'm a big fan of his too. UNC had some talent this year. I, I'm a big fan of both those dudes. Yeah, I know you've been you've been riling up the mansplain girls with that because uh, some some of the UNC connects there. Uh, what um. I've got a corny question that's been on my mind and it's impossible to answer. So you you should be perfect for this. Oh, I'll answer it. What's the team on Monday that we're saying like they won the draft? The Jets because they have so many picks. Okay. You know, they 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 traded you know you know Donald. They traded Jamal Adams. So they've got two first round picks, and those are usually the ones that we you know like the Bengals had a lot you know the top picks, and we we're like the Bengals one. And I thought the Jets did well last year too. Um, so I would say the Jets. Um, trying to think of who else could really be in that range. Um, you kind of got because because really it's like in the, you got to look who who's someone that can fall like fall and be in the mid rounds that people are like that's who they like. But I really do think it's going to end up being the Jets because everyone you know people love Zach Wilson, um, and they can you know they can get. You know the Tevin Jenkins dude on the screen later in the first round, and, and now they have Mackay Becton and Tevin Jenkins, the meanest tackles in the entire NFL on one team, uh, and and then add some, you know add a wide receiver in the second round that everyone likes. So I, I, it's the Jets, I'd say. Yeah, I'm I, I'm interested to see. I know that's that becomes tricky because it it kind of turns into a draft capital question and how many picks you have and all that stuff. I think uh, for whatever reason, I think the Steelers because I think they might go. I know a lot of rumors around like Najee Harris or running back in the first round, and I, for whatever reason, I just think people are going to be like Steelers, good organization. They they got some draft picks, they got some help for Ben. They know what they're doing. A minus. Yeah, but they're also in a situation where it's like it's in like the whole league is in hate Ben mode right now, where it's like right. I can't believe this dude came back. So they're kind of in no one situation. And if they and oh so. If the the hate Ben crowd, and if they took a running back in the first round, so like you know the analytic nerds would like they'd be this year would be all about their narrative would be anti Steelers if they took a running back and ran it back with Big Ben. Do you uh, this is another one kind of off the cuff because I I saw Nathan Clements in the chat said Jags have two first. Do they? I maybe Nathan Clements just lied to me, so that could be wrong. Um. Uh, either way, I guess the question that I was I was gonna k- kind of tie it to because it this factors in for the Dolphins. It factors. Oh, Sorry. Yeah, the twenty fifth pick. Um, okay, draft expert Bobby Skinner or draft expert Nathan Clements. I'm a player guy, not uh, how many picks you guys got. <laughs> not a capital guy. Nathan, hit me up. I need you. Do you believe in any of the like? I don't want to say kind of corny stuff, but like. Pairing Tua up with a Bama guy or Trevor Lawrence, like drafting Etienne with him, so he's more comfy. Like, does any of that come into your head, or do you just shrug and like get the best player? Well, see, the one guy that could happen for is Joe Burrow is pining for Jamar Chase. 
who I love Jamar Chase. Right. But everyone's like, dude, look at that skull on your knee. Get a freaking offensive line. You know, get it get an offensive lineman, you know, and, and Penny Sewell will be there for them unless Atlanta surprises and takes them. So that could be it. Um now I think they should go Sewell over Chase, but that would be so exciting. Like Joe Burrow, like that's you know. They had 20 touchdowns, you know, over 20 touchdowns in one season together. Like, yeah. matching that back up. Like, if I was a Bengals fan, oh, I would be just killing LSU content for the, you know, the the next <laughs> the next week. It just look at this touchdown of Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase. Look at this. Like, I'd break down every single one. That's what he does. That's what he does. BBD, any Giants thoughts? Are you, are you on the O-line wide receiver train as well? Pretty much, but it's also kind of, like, been the, the, the narrative. <laughs> So I, I don't know enough. There's a the Micah base, Parsons also. hive. Like the O line wide receiver people, it's like you know I would like this, but I understand that. Yeah. The he's... Micah Parsons hive is like Micah Parsons or no one else. Like he's Lawrence Taylor. Um, all the Giants Super Bowls have you know were, were in the beginning were because of defense. Like they're the Micah Parsons hive will have they won't even ex- respect your opinion if you're not saying <laughs> Micah Parsons, and I I like them for that. Like they they stick to their guns. Everything I've heard about him, like I like, I'd be open to it if that happened. I don't know enough. Yeah, he's my favorite that. defensive player in the draft. And I felt I like what I've heard about Sertain, but I don't know anything other than it seems like the Cowboys want him bad. So I just had completely blocked off in my brain. He won't be there. Yeah, and I will say corner is like my hardest position to judge. Um, clearly not Chris Rose's though. You know, he's he's very strong with his opinions on corners. Well, that's because he's you know. He's I'm show. egging Chris Rose on until he comes until he he finally faces me. I'm excited for you guys to link up. That's going to be a fun day. I thought it was today. I I thought up until I thought up until nine fifteen this morning. Today was the day, and then Rose was like, Chris. "Yeah, I know. He's uh he's with the Wigs, man." No, I like him. I'll be watching him on NFL Network on Saturday. Yeah, I, I know you've been poking the bear a little bit. He's awesome, dude. He's uh <laughs> he's 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 cool. Um. I don't know, Bobby. What what else what else is itching you about the draft, man? Is there like uh another late first, early second that you're like this, this guy's a stud? Guys. Is 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 there someone that you think's a first rounder that just flat out stinks? Ooh, first rounder that I think stinks. So on the edge, everyone hates Gregory Russo out of Miami. And I think what happened last year is, you know, the draft, the people who are just draft people who do it year round, who I, I don't know how those guys do it. I would lose my mind. So I think when they're like, hey, we got to get our early stuff out for next year. They just looked at Gregory Russo, six foot five, 260 pounds, Miami, 15 sacks. And they're like top of the edge, top of that that pass rusher. And then everyone hates him. Um, so that's a popular one. Oh, Rashad Bateman here. That's one. Minnesota, okay. Rashad Bateman. I'm not a big fan of his. I don't think he's good versus man coverage. I think you know he can he can make some plays, but I saw people saying like he's right up there with the the top trio of wide receivers. Where I would have him like eighth or ninth. So Rashad Bateman, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan. Okay, I like that one. He's uh I I just clicked on him because I for some reason I watched an odd about of Minnesota games this year, and he does jump out like he he his go- highlights film is, yes. is nice. Like like his highlights are nice. I was but shocked like, to walk him. I'm, yeah, I, I'm not a fan. I'm shocked to see he's six foot. I, I thought he was like a six three, six four jump man because he high points the ball so well. But that's another thing. In high school, he was listed as six three at Minnesota, he's six foot two, and then they officially measure him and he's six foot. And really? That kinda, yeah. And um, you know, you know, you can always tell a player like like the draft sites, they try to be positive, and I get that. Like I and I'm the same way. Like my film breakdowns, I don't do any on a, a guy I don't like. Um but with Bateman, they're like, people will say that he's only going to be good versus a zone coverage and he's scheme production, but that's not true. It's like, well, then why'd you just say that? Um, and so that <laughs> that kind of worries me about Bateman is that. I love it. I love it. Bobby, we Yankees lineup, you know how we operate day game. So is we that kinda... the little side eye you just gave was the Yankees yeah, lineup? Yeah, that's Yankees what that was. Just dropped. That was that side eye. Um, Bobby, I'm doing the homework draft today. How about that? I'm, 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 that. I'm we have to make our pick also. I'm so excited for you to do the John Boy Media homer draft. That's going to be a blast. Where are the people going to see you today? You're live for the next 48 hours? Uh, 72. We'll be live all day Saturday. <laughs> um, Talking Giants YouTube channel will be live on YouTube the whole time. You know, Periscope, Facebook, all that. Same for Friday and all day Saturday. Um, if you're a Giants fan, we do... 
I think we have the best Giants content in the world. And um, and I, I don't say that biasly, even though I am biased. Um, and that, and then if you're not a Giants fan, go to the channel. There's a playlist. There's 28 players. You'll probably draft one of them, and uh, and I'll and I'll help you get excited for that player. Yeah, man, I'm I'm excited. I I hope there's that draft aftermath. That's like every team Google's their first round pick, and it's like, oh, look at. Oh, I can't wait to see the analytics on the channel. Of like, this is like it's going to be our biggest day analytics wise. But it's like, you know, Lions fans aren't going to subscribe to the channel. So next year it'll all be, be it will be all be on talking football. So they will subscribe slowly but surely. You and Chris Rose battling it out. Bobby, thank you. Uh, I think we're we're gonna wrap up, and I got to do a dugout mugs ad, so we'll probably just kick you out. But we'll see you later, and you're beautiful. Thank you. Talking Giants versus the world. Talking Giants versus the world. That was Bobby Skinner. Bobby's in it, man. Bobby's in it. That was awesome. Him and Rosie today. Uh, I mean, football. Talk about. Wake and Jake football coverage. All of that was brought to you by Dugout Mugs. You guys know Dugout Mugs. They're on the desk. They've been on the desk. Talking baseball, they're with MLB. So they've got like, they've got judge ones. This is a Yankees wine one. Uh, we've known Dugout Mugs for a while. We linked up with them a couple spring trainings ago. We got a mm-hmm. kind of. I think first it was the winter meetings I was at. Yes, yeah. that it was the very first meeting. We met them at winter meetings. Then we saw them at spring training. We got a little buzz with them. The product's so cool. It's the perfect gift. Uh, the real ones know. I just got my cousin Dean a couple dugout mugs. Um, dugoutmugs.com slash John Boy will bring you to the page, and I, I think that helps us out. It's also promo code John Boy. It's 35% off. That's like a real discount. That's the real thing. If you look for the Talking Yanks ones, those ones are like 30 bucks. And so if you do the discount, you get those for real cheap. Support Talking Yanks. Dugout Mugs is the best. It's a baseball bat you can drink out of. It's the American dream. Go check out dugoutmugs.com slash jumboy. 35% off, and they're giving away the knob shot for free. You just have to pay the shipping on it. Dugout Mugs, Mother's Day's coming up. Father's Day's coming up. Anyone you have to get a gift for, or you just want to sit on the couch yourself, put a brew and a piece of wood and drink it, huh? That's dugout mugs, baby. Go check them out. Promo code John Boy. Uh, Yankees lineup is out. BBD, should we just wrap? Should we do? I'll do comment of the day quick. We'll just speed. Well, we also have to put in our homer draft pick, and we haven't discussed it yet. Okay. Do you want to do that live? Well, let's do a. Yeah, do you have any leans? I got nothing. Um, I just know here. we haven't picked Acuna yet. Okay, so he feels. He like sounds a, really good. Feels like a good option. The We're, Astros face Kikuchi, <laughs> and they got a bunch of righties. Altuve was just picked. Are we trying to take Trout against? Yeah, that's, that's right. tomorrow. Oh, I revealed it. Should we take him today? Nah, nah. I think no. I think the Angels might be off. Everyone today. else probably took him because he's the best player ever. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, we're kind of dumb. Um. I'll take Acuna if we haven't taken him. Yeah, I, don't, I don't believe we've taken him. Or we can go Yankees if you think Labor's going to go. It's Orioles, but no, second last no day of the Yankees. month, we can take a big boy. No more Yankees. More big boys. Um, I'll do Acuna some quick. Locked. Locked. Done. Take that. Everybody else. Uh, guys, last episode of Wake and Jake was awesome. 3K on the tube. We're going. We're over 2K subscribers. The podcast app, Facebook machine, 3K. I, like we've broken our most listened to episode record like th- yeah. three times in the last five episodes or something. We're flying, Making baby. up numbers. But. So, Bakers, give yourself claps. Claps in the chat. You guys have been awesome. Um, I did the burn last episode. So, J- Brett G, just like the Taken movies, the fathers fight back. That was a good line. I was happy about that. Thank you. Um, someone, uh, died Joe Boo, which, fair. Uh, they were mad about me not giving some Denver love. I said there hasn't really been a good NBA game lately. They said, forgot, uh, Jokic. Jokic? Jokic. Jokic. Scored 47 in a double OT win against Memphis. Yeah, I kind of did. Let's be honest. Um, and the Rockies had won four out of five at that point. I must have missed that. Um... But they said he also forgot, and I don't blame him because that's how it's going. We got some love from Ontario, Canada, from uh, Michael V, Travis T. I did have the chain on last episode. 
Uh, and we hit 2K. So it, you guys are the best. I appreciate it so much. We appreciate it. BBD killing it on the ones and twos. Uh, we got to lock it up. We're watching the NFL draft this weekend. We're watching the Yankees. Watch baseball. Watch kids' dreams come true. Uh, go tweet at Chris Rose and thank him. Um, I know he likes that, and it makes me feel a little better. Go tweet at Bobby Skinner, at Bobby Skinner. Thank him for coming on. He's uh, He's been killing it lately. Tweet at BBD. Why not? Tweet at all three of them. Have a goddamn Together. blast. Have a good sports weekend. Uh, any quick bro of the night? We got anything? Um, any bros you like? Bobby. Bobby Skinner. Bro of the night. I'll give mine to Chris Rose. Win-win. Win-win. Bakers, you guys are the best. Bake the algorithm. Like, share. If you have anybody who mentions NFL Draft to them, tell them they should tune into this. I know we had a little audio early. Um, Thank you for battling through that. But, I mean, Chris Rose, who's going to be doing it on the NFL Network today, Bobby Skinner is honestly in it deeper than a lot of the guys you see on TV. And that's not a shot at the guys you see on TV. Bobby's Bobby's going for this damn thing. Um, And he's... Played like Bobby, Bobby scouts. He's got, it's like, it's very real. Like there's, there's times in talking Yanks. There's times on talking Yanks when we're, you know, it's obviously opinion based and, you know, through this pitch, like, you know, when Bobby talks about an old lineman being good with their hands and their footworks, man, like that's real. That's real. So thank you guys. Uh, Appreciate it so much. Like review, share, comment. There's also so much other stuff on the John Boy Media Network. We mentioned the new Chris Rose rotation episode. The compound. JJR yesterday got a little weird with it. Talking Giants, obviously. Sequence, or Sequence, as Dan Rourke's been calling it. Uh, They've been killing it lately. Mansplain Baseball. Talking Nets, Talking Knicks, Pinstripe Strong, John Boy Jake TV. Laughs from the past. The full season is now out. Go check that out. The breakdowns, guys, everything on John Boy Media. And go watch a little NFL draft. Watch watch these kids be happy. You guys are the best. The best. Thank you. I love you. We'll see you Monday. Some draft recap, I guess. Sports. <laughs>